so far too often as business owners, we cast really wide nets. We try to appeal to a really large group of people. And in doing that, we appeal to absolutely nobody because our message isn't really clear. It's not concise. It doesn't resonate with anybody. So the reason why we do something doesn't really hit the notes it needs to hit in order to draw somebody in. So it's important to connect with them on that level because they want to invest in companies that do something greater than themselves. And the focus is no longer on the company, it's on the customer. Hey friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey there, welcome back to the Girl Means Business podcast. I am so excited that you've tuned in this week. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far. I know this past weekend, a little personal note here, my husband and I were celebrating our 10-year wedding anniversary and we had an entire weekend to ourselves. No kids, they were at the grandparents. We got to sleep in, we got to be lazy, we got to enjoy a nice dinner where we didn't have to cut up someone else's food or get drinks for somebody else. It was really, really nice. And at dinner on Saturday night, we started having this conversation about 10 years. That's a whole decade that we've been married and all the things that have happened in those 10 years. Because when you look at the big scheme of things and you look at like the big picture of life, like 10 years is not a huge amount of time. And it can feel like, you haven't accomplished a whole lot in your life, but when you look at what you've done in the last 10 years, I mean, we got married, we started a family, we built a house, I've started a business, I left a career, he's changed jobs, like so much has happened. And it's incredible to think that like when you're sitting in it in the moment, it can feel like you have so many other things you still want to accomplish. And you can look at it from a mindset of, I really just, I want to reach that next goal. I want to do that next thing. But when you take time to sit down and really look at just what all you've really done, it can be really, really powerful. And it just hit me this weekend as we were talking about it, sort of in life in general, what we've done in the past 10 years of being married. But when I started looking at it from a business perspective, it was really interesting to see like, yeah, I've done a lot and I've helped a lot of people and I've accomplished a lot of the goals, even if I'm not celebrating them. I've done them and I should be proud of those things. And so I'm encouraging you this week to really look at no matter where you are in your journey of your business, where have you come? Like look back at where you started to where you are now. In my photography business, this is really easy to do because I can visually see it. You know, I get my, my time hop just came up uh, like two weeks ago with a photo from the very first engagement session I ever shot And holy crap, was it bad? I mean, no offense to the couple. I'm sure they loved their photos at the time, but we're talking like sepia tones and selective color and the poses were just cheesy as all get out. And I look at that compared to the last engagement session I've done this year and just the progress I've made. And so it's that's a visual transformation, a visual progress I can see in my business, but sometimes they're not as tangible. And it's little things like, oh yeah, I really did. I created this podcast, something I've said I wanted to do for a long time and I've done it. And it's been a successful podcast for the last year, year and a half. Or 
I left my job full time and I'm doing this full time, or I have reached this point in my following, or I have this many people on my email list, or I'm consistently posting to social media every single day, or I'm consistently doing X, Y, and Z, whatever it is that these little goals that you set for yourself, these are things you've accomplished and it's worth recognizing and celebrating. So I hope you're doing that today. I hope you take a few moments to really look at something you've done that you're proud of and allow yourself to just kind of revel in that for a little while. All right, guys, so before we jump into my interview today, I do have another call to action for you this week. Last week, I kindly asked you to subscribe to this podcast. So if you are listening to this and you haven't done that already, you can do that. So now, and to all of you that subscribed last week, thank you. I'm so happy to have you here. So this week, I'm going to take our relationship a little step further, and I'm going to ask you to join me over on Facebook in the Girl Means Business Facebook group. It's an incredible group where we talk a little bit more about each week's topic from the podcast. I share tips and business tricks. I give advice. We have conversations around what it means to build and grow a business. It's a really amazing community, and I would love to have you join us. So if you will click the link below in the show notes, Or you can just head to Facebook and search for the Girl Means Business Facebook group and ask to join. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, guys, this week on the show, I am chatting with Candice Coppola. She is an amazing woman, and we're going to be talking about what it means to find your purpose. So Candice is an author, a podcast host, an entrepreneur, and she believes that if you want to build your dream business, you have to become the owner that that business needs. So as a successful entrepreneur, she grew a business from the spare bedroom of her home into a multi-country, multi-six-figure company, and it's safe to say she's navigated the bumpy road of entrepreneurship pretty well. So her podcast, The Power in Purpose, explores how to build a profitable business with purpose and the stories behind successful entrepreneurs who have. So after you listen to today's episode, make sure that you go and follow her. Make sure that you can subscribe to her podcast. I will have all those links down below for you. But without further ado, let's get into my conversation with the wonderful Candice Coppola. All right, guys, I am here with Candice Coppola. Hi, Candice. How are you today? I'm doing great, Kendra. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to chat with you. I'm so thrilled to be on. So thanks for having me. All right. Well, let's jump into learning more about who you are and what you do. So kind of give us a little bit of background into your journey and your story of your business and how you got started. I started my business over 12 years ago. So I've been doing this for a little while. For those of you guys who don't know me, I'm Candice Coppola and I am a business coach, podcast host, two-time published author, and a former wedding planner, which sounds so strange to say these days because I owned a wedding planning and design business for 12 years. And that's really where I got my start in entrepreneurship was owning that business. I was 26 years old. I was determined. I had a love of weddings. I had no knowledge about business, but I was determined to do something that I loved. And so I started my business Jubilee Events back in 2007. And over the years, that business grew into a beautiful and wonderful business. I serve clients all over the world. I had an amazing team. I loved my work so much. In 2014, I married my husband, Jason, who's from Barbados. Yeah. And so we had to make a decision where we were going to live, where we're going to start our lives. And it was between Connecticut, where I was based, where I grew up, and Barbados. And of course, we made the obvious choice to, (laughs) to live together in paradise. And so I moved in 2014 permanently to Barbados. 
and brought my brand here while my brand still existed in the state. So I was running a multi-country, multi-six-figure company, serving clients, again, all over the world, helping them celebrate moments that matter. And while I was building that brand, I was simultaneously coaching wedding pros in the wedding industry, helping them build a better business. It it came naturally to me. I would get people in my inbox all the time wanting to pick my brain. I'm sure you know, Kendra, what it's like. And I said, you know, I really want to help people, but my time is valuable and I want to help, but also monetize my time. And so I offered mentorships to everybody who, and anybody who wanted help in their business, mostly female business owners in the state of Connecticut that I was in, which was great to mentor women who could be seen as my competitors. And so as I was out, as I was building that brand, I was also helping wedding pros build a better business. And last year, 2019, I sold my business to a longtime team member and decided to dive into this world of nurturing and helping people realize their own business dreams. And it's been just really quite a journey. That's amazing. Well, I come from a little bit of the wedding industry as well with being a wedding photographer. So I know that that's an exciting industry to be in. Um, and so amazing that you built this business that just was able to help so many people and then to be able to hand it off to someone you trust and that you believe can carry it on without you. That's a, that's a really good feeling. A lot of people just have to kind of walk away from it when they move on to something else. So the fact that it still continues on has got to be a good feeling. Yeah, it's a great feeling actually. And I love to see the direction that it's going. And it's great that somebody can come in who worked with me for 10 years and lead it in a direction, in a new direction. And that's really what the business needed. It needed a a fresh perspective to carry it into a new direction. So it's very gratifying to see that happen. And for me, you know, it was something I wrestled with for a long time because my heart wasn't in producing and designing weddings as much as it used to be. And that was just a, a whole nother can of worms going through this sort of realization, this identity that I built, this brand that I built, um, all the successes that came with it, my life was changing. My heart was changing. My purpose was changing. Things were just changing for me. And so I spent a good amount of time really wrestling with that. And it was a wonderful moment when I could come to the place that this was no longer for me. I felt called to do something else that excited me a lot more. It brought more joy to me. That also brought more freedom into my life. And there was an incredibly smart and talented and passionate woman there who wanted to be the owner of the business. And so there was a beautiful conversation and it all happened quickly and really smoothly, which was nice. And we're both on our own paths, which is just really great. That's amazing. It's amazing how things can just kind of fall into place especially when they're, you know, they're meant to be that way, I think. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So today we're going to talk about finding your purpose and understanding the purpose in your business. And this is something I know that you are passionate about, that you work with a lot of businesses on. So can you kind of give us just a, a quick overview of Cause I think people get confused about what purpose means. Um, kind of walk us through like, what exactly is purpose? What is it that we should be looking for? Cause I think a lot of people you know, they're starting a business, they go very surface level. They don't really dig deep into what their purpose is. So let's just kind of chat about that for a second. Yeah, this is a great question. Most people, when they start a business, they're focused really on themselves and rightfully so. We all start businesses for personal reasons, 
some of them very unique to who we are, but we share a lot of commonality. We start businesses because we, we want freedom in our lives. We don't want to work for somebody else. We want to chart our own path. We want to do our own thing. We are creative in a certain area or we feel called to something. It feels natural. It feels right. We want to make our own money. We want to make our own decisions. We want to, you know, hop on with Kendra and do a podcast interview at 11 a.m. in our sweatpants. And I am wearing pajama pants right now. So <laughs> we, we want that life. It feels really good to us. And so most people start out their business really centered around themselves. And so if you're listening to this and that's you, that's okay. We all start there. But I want to encourage you and move you more towards the why of why you serve your customers. And so we know that your purpose is to build a life for yourself and your family and to make a name for yourself and carve out a life that feels really good to you. But I want you to think about how your business relates to its customers and the why of why you do what you do as it relates to the people that you serve. And so when we can start thinking about that in that context of our customers, why we serve our customers, why whatever it is that we do, our product or service, how it impacts their lives, how it is a positive force in their lives, what it gives them. Then we start to wake up every day with this sort of fire in our heart and in our spirit to serve people and to really make an impact on the world, whether that impact is to make somebody laugh or whether that impact is even deeper to change somebody's life. So I want to just encourage anybody who is listening, who hasn't really dug into that part of their business to think about why you do what you do as it serves your customers. Yeah. And you mentioned kind of everybody or not everybody, but a lot of people start off their why being, you know, something personal. And I know that was my, for sure. You know, I was looking for freedom. I was looking for flexibility and the the option to set my own schedule and to make my own rules. And it was, it was a very selfish, uh, purpose in the beginning. And as my business grew, my photography business, I realized that I was serving a certain, you know, type of client and there were things that I was connecting with. And so a lot of what I do, especially in my boudoir photography, is I focus on women who are moms who want to feel better and who want to kind of regain that womanhood that they feel like they've lost through becoming a parent. And once I shifted that, my purpose to not necessarily just me finding freedom and me selfishly saying like, Hey, come work with me because it's going to make my life better (laughs) flipping around and saying, Hey, come work with me because I can help you make your life better. That's when I saw this huge growth in my business and everything kind of turned upside down and became this beautiful thing. But I didn't realize the time what that transition was. You've been able to put into words, like what I think a lot of people go through with that transition of the purpose in their business. So I've seen it work in my business that way. um, And it's been really incredible. That's a beautiful thing. That's a really beautiful story. There's so much power in that where when you start to look at your customer and how you can change their life, how you can empower somebody, how you can make somebody feel good about themselves. that to me, I mean, that is the, the the mission behind most businesses and should be. So what you've shared is so powerful and it's just a shift in thinking. It's about not centering yourself and centering your customer and powerful things happen when you do that. Not just when you wake up every day and feel so excited about the work that you do and know that you are having an impact on your customer, 
but really in your business, when you think about the success that you can have, you're speaking to your customers' needs, their desires, their wishes, the things that they want. And in marketing and in sales, some really incredible things happen there. Yeah. So let's kind of break it down. Let's say that somebody's listening to this and thinking, well, yeah, I started my business because I want to do something. I want to you know, make more money for our family, or I want to have more freedom in my time, or I want to set my own schedule. How can they start to kind of shift their purpose and, and start looking at how can my business help somebody else? What are the steps they can take to start doing that? Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. Great question. I think your story is a beautiful example of niching down and getting really specific. So far too often as business owners, we cast really wide nets. We try to appeal to a really large group of people. And in doing that, we appeal to absolutely nobody because our message isn't really clear. It's not concise. It doesn't resonate with anybody. So the reason why we do something doesn't really hit the notes it needs to hit in order to draw somebody in. And we know that millennials, and if you serve millennials, they really care about why you do what you do, what your mission is, what your vision is. So it's important to connect with them on that level because they want to invest in companies that do something greater than themselves. And the focus is no longer on the company, it's on the customer. So I think your story, Kendra, is a beautiful example of niching down. And that would be one step I would take first is really getting clear about who you serve, What are their problems? The women that you serve don't feel really good about how they look, or they might not feel very womanly or as sexy as they used to before they became a mom. And you address that problem by showing them through your photographs that they are that woman and they are sexy and their body may have changed, but it's beautiful and they're gorgeous and they're desirable and they should feel good about themselves. So when we niche down and we get really specific about who our customers are, what their problems are, and what they value, it can really put into context why you do what you do because you're here to solve people's problems. That's what businesses exist. They exist to just solve the problems of their customers. So you have to niche down and get really specific about who your people are, your best people, the people you want to work with, the people who you would be excited to get up every day, despite the day you're having, 
despite the state of the world, despite even if you got an email from your customer that wasn't as friendly as you expected it to be, you're still excited to serve that person. Your best people understanding what their problems really are and what they value. Well, I think you said something that that kind of struck a chord with me just now, and that was, you know, that your purpose and your passion kind of drives you even when you don't feel it right away. And another example I'll share from, you know, my experience in these boudoir sessions that I do is, you know, I go through, there's obviously kind of ebbs and flow throughout the year of when business is high and low and that kind of thing. And anytime there's a kind of a lull in the business, when it's a little slower, I start to kind of get complacent. I start to get comfortable with, you know, having extra days off and being able to just work behind my computer and not having to be in the studio. And I'll have a session come up and I kind of have this feeling of like, oh, I don't really want to do this. Like I just, there's so many other things I could be doing today. I've got this huge long to-do list or I need to go run this air and I need to go do this. And then, and so I go into the studio kind of feeling like, oh, let's just get through this. Let's get through this. And then I get in there and I start having these conversations and the way my sessions work is we, they come in, they sit down, they have hair and makeup. I have an artist that comes in and works with them. And during that time, we just have these conversations. We get to know each other. We get comfortable with each other because, you know, in the next hour, I'm going to be asking her to strip down to her underwear and feel comfortable in front of me and a camera. So that time helps. And before I know it, those conversations turn into me having a conversation with a new friend and then we go through the session and then she gets to see her photos right away and the, the reaction and the transformation and the confidence that she walks out with. And by the end of that session, I have a renewed love of what I do and it reminds me of exactly my purpose and it reminds me exactly of why I'm helping these women and how it's effect- impacting them and affecting them. And that's exactly what you were saying. Like Even when you don't feel it, being able to still do it and reignite that passion and that purpose is such a powerful thing. And that's how, you know, I I think how, you know, you're kind of on the right track. Sorry, my husband just came home. The dogs are going to bark. That's okay. Do you mind if if we pause so that you can just edit out this part? Okay. (laughs) I just don't want the yapping in the back. I know all no, about that. You're fine. And it's, and it's, it's stinky. This is a, this is a really beautiful story. I, I will share when we go back on air, but that what you experience, I think everybody experiences like the first wedding of the year. It's like, like I could just be home on a Saturday, just relaxing and like drinking a cocktail or like watching TV and like binge watching Bravo and not having to deal with this. <laughs> and then you get into the wedding and you're like, this is great. You get your fire comes back, you yeah. know? So yeah, I feel you on that. <laughs> All right. Let's, 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 let's go. Cause maybe he, he will just wait a minute. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, go ahead and I, I will just pick up wherever you want to start there. Okay. So Kendra, I so identified with the, the whole story that you just told. And I think everybody listening can identify with that, especially when you're like a boots on the ground entrepreneur, where there is those lulls and then you go out and you have to produce for your customers because I've experienced that at the beginning of every wedding season when I was a wedding planner, <laughs> you know, the, the first wedding would roll around and I could think of about a thousand things I would love to do on that Saturday. I would love to go shopping. I'd love to just binge watch TV. I'd love to just drink a cocktail instead of doing this. And there's this bit of resentment that piles up. And then once you get going in your work and you realign yourself with why you do what you do, it just comes out naturally as the work begins 
you forget all about how you just didn't want to show up. And sometimes you remember that feeling and you think that was so stupid. I had such a great day today. Like this was just so awesome. I love what I do. And we get back on that treadmill and we keep going and we keep doing, but purpose is so powerful in that respect. It just reminds you even on those bad days where you don't want to produce, where you don't want to work, that there is a reason why you're doing what you're doing. You are having an impact in the lives of your customers. And it's more than just working for yourself. So I think one thing I want to mention here too, is that, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that there is sometimes this misconception in the world of entrepreneurship that when you have your purpose and you have this drive, that it's this constant, like steady line that you're always going to have that passion. You're always going to have that drive. And when a cup, when people start to feel it waning off and people start to kind of see it dipping off, they're like, Oh, well, maybe this isn't the business for me or, Oh, maybe I'm not doing this right. But I don't think that that it's that steady line. I think it's these ups and downs. I think you're, you are going to have these moments where other things you know, distract you, other things come into play and you don't feel that fire when you wake up in the morning, but then you are able to regain that fire. It just takes a little bit of a spark and reminding yourself. So, I mean, do you feel like that's pretty accurate that it's, that it's not necessarily the steady, constant burning fire inside you that it kind of comes and goes, or do you think it is that burning fire all the time? I don't think it's a burning fire all the time. So you know that graphic that gets posted about entrepreneurship on Instagram and it's just a bunch of squiggly lines (laughs) going in a million different directions. That's just a, that's a graphic for life really, because when you look at anything in life, you have your highs and your lows. When you think about a new relationship, it's so exciting. Everything's new. Everything's amazing. You're learning about each other. You're can't wait to see each other again. There's this whole connection and energy that surrounds it. And then after you've been married 10 years, you know, it's a little bit different. Doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's different. And I think the same can be said for anything in your business, but definitely with your purpose. If you find though, that you wake up more days, not into what you're doing than into what you're doing. And the things that would normally excite you, like getting into that boudoir session or you know, arriving at that wedding or whatever it is that you do. If you're finding that more days you don't feel that passion, I think it's a good time to check in with yourself and ask yourself some hard questions about, am I still into this? Do I still love this? It's okay to admit that right now you're not feeling it, your purpose may be shifting, or you're just not aligned with it, and you can take steps to get realigned or you can start to look at other possibilities that excite you more. But I do think that most entrepreneurs go through this cycle. And I think some people discover that what they once loved, they don't love as much anymore. And they love something else now more. And it's okay to dig into that. It's going to feel really uncomfortable because our whole identities are wrapped up in our businesses, especially when you've been working so hard to create impact in people's lives and you loved what you do, it's okay to acknowledge that the energy has shifted. And that's really the first step in sort of examining what your next steps might be. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, photographers, are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? Growing a business is tough. You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides, trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. But the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one-size-fits-all courses can only get you so far. 
What you need is personalized help and guidance, but that can get expensive. Well, not anymore. I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passion, supporting each other and inspiring each other to greatness. The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. And there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet. Yeah, I love that you said that, that, you know, it's okay to kind of shift and do something new or to change what you're doing if you find that that passion is kind of waning. And I think for me, like, I know that I felt that way, one, when I left my teaching job to pursue photography, because, you know, this was this path and this passion that I had. I was like, no, I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to change lives of of children. I'm going to do all these things. And I went down that road and then those little voices came up and they were like, no, there's something else. There's something else. And I found my love of photography and I, I shifted into that and I left the teaching world behind. And there's this sort of, um, guilt that you take on, I guess, with the idea that you were so passionate about something and you were so driven by this idea. And then to the outside world, it might look like you just kind of abandoned it and walk away. And so what do you say to people who are in sort of that zone of, maybe they don't have quite the same passion they felt for whatever it is they started, but they have found something new. They're like, oh, I, you know, maybe I started with shooting weddings, but I really love babies. Or maybe I started as a hair and makeup artist, but I decided that I really love doing more of, you know, just the hair. I really love getting into starting my own beauty line. And they're making that shift but yet they feel a little bit hesitant because it looks to the outside world like they're kind of giving up on something they were so gung-ho about for so long. That's a great question. It can be really hard to wrestle with. You have to recognize that evolution is not failure. So as we evolve in our lives, you have to also just pause and look at when you started your business, you were in a certain, we'll use the word season in your life. And, you know, maybe 10, five years later, you are in a different place, just like I was, right? I was Mm -hmm. in one place and then I got married and moved and I was in a different place. So you should just first recognize that you're going to evolve as a human and you should, but evolution is not failure. My first suggestion is to lean into the thing that is bringing you more joy, experiment with it, explore it see how it feels, try it on, monetize it, see what the opportunities are. 
And if you feel more called to that on a daily basis, you're more excited to work on it, whether you're building your website or you're talking on Instagram or you're interfacing with the customers that you've acquired, that's something to pay attention to. But the last thing that I want people to do is when they're in a little bit of burnout to give up on their business. So I think it's important to sit with these, with, with, with the dichotomy of these two things and see what happens, see how you feel. And clarity will come. It always does. It usually comes through action. So as we take action, we get clearer and clearer. So keep taking action in what you feel is right. And I promise you from my own experience and from the experience of the many women that I've helped serve in their business who made radical shifts in their business models, you have to feel it out, take some action and see what happens. I love that. Oh my gosh, that's really good. Yeah, I was writing down, I love that evolution is not failure. I wrote that quote down as you said it, because I think that's really important to remember that, you know, we're not just because you said something, you posted on Facebook a year ago that you were starting this business or two years ago that you had this, you know, burning passion for this one thing and you were driven by this purpose. It doesn't mean that a year or two later, you can't evolve and change and, and go with it, how things flow. And I love that. Okay. So I want to go back to talking a little bit about someone who is maybe trying to figure out what their purpose is. And I know we talked about kind of that surface level, you know, you go into it saying, oh, well, I, I want to do this because I want to help my family, you know, financially, or I want to do this because I want more time. And so then they're, they're listening to this and they're thinking, okay, well, I need to shift that to how it's helping other people. And we'll just kind of go with like the idea of, of my boudoir stuff. So I could easily say, well, I want to do boudoir sessions because I want to help women. But I feel like that's not really a deep enough and a powerful enough purpose. So how do you really dig in and figure out what that is? Like, how do you find the words to kind of match the feeling of what you have inside of why you're doing what you're doing? This is a great question. I think the first step is to vision cast for the kind of business that you want. So take it a few steps back and let's still center ourselves here and think about the kind of business that you want. One that's going to give back to your meaningful life, the business that's going to allow you to do the things that you want to do in life and to achieve the things that you want to achieve and really go deep and think about what that business looks and feels like, how it breathes, how it makes money. And then also what kind of customers it serves. So after you've vision casted for the kind of business that you want, I want you to think about who you want to serve. Big mistake people make is they think they have to serve everybody. They start a business and they have to just be open, the doors open. And that's not the case. You actually get to make a choice about who you want to serve. If you're going to spend 80% of your time working, I would rather it be you working alongside the right people. So this is an opportunity for you to get really specific on who you want to work with because you don't have to work with everybody. You can also look inward at yourself and look at who you are as a person. Maybe you want to work with people who share similar values that you do, who might have a similar problem that you are facing right now in your life. And when you do that, you can even more intimately understand your customer because you are your customer. I like to say our ideal customers are a version of us, but sometimes they just have a lot more money to spend on the things <laughs> that we sell, right? And they really value it. So you get to decide who you want to work with. And now's the time for you to decide to make that decision. Once you decide who you want to work with, step three is about understanding fundamentally 
who they are. It's not enough to just know where they live, how much money they make, their gender, their age. All those things are important and they can tell you more about that person. But we must ask ourselves, what does that mean? So let's say, you know, they're 28 to 38. Okay, that's great. What does that really mean though? What does that tell us about who they are? So dig in and ask yourself some questions about your customers. But ultimately, you need to arrive at a place where you can keenly understand what their problems are and how you are the solution, you are the transformation. So Donald Miller talks a lot about this in a story brand. He's got a great podcast, highly recommend, highly recommend his book. He talks about business owners not being the center of attention, but instead the customer being the center of attention and you being a guide for your customer. So Kendra's a guide for her customer by being the photographer who can empower women to feel really good about themselves, to feel rejuvenated, to connect to a part of themselves that they may have not connected to in a long time. And she's the guide in doing that by taking those photographs and then holding up her in-camera photo and showing them who they really are, the beautiful parts about themselves that they don't see and they choose to focus on the the hard parts about themselves, well, she gets to show them the beautiful parts. And in doing that, she is a guide for them. She is helping to solve their problems and guide them towards a transformation. And you even said the word transformation when you were describing your service. And so it's about solving their problems and giving them that transformation. But we can't forget about what your customer values. So Customers come to you because they value something about what it is that you do. And you have to get really clear on what they value most about what you do. So those are the steps that I would take in connecting with what your purpose is. Because when you can understand the transformation of your customers, the transformation almost reveals the why. Mm -hmm. It reveals it. So your story is a perfect example or a perfect case study of how the transformation of your customers will reveal the why behind what you do. But it's not enough to just say, I help women or I'm here to make women feel good. We need to get really specific about a specific niche of women who have a specific set of problems. Because when you talk about why you do what you do, the purpose behind your business, in your marketing, in your sales, when you talk about that, The women that you serve, Kendra, identify with that. It speaks to them. They feel seen, they feel heard, and they want the transformation that you provide. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, you. Yeah, you listening. Do you like personal finance or real estate? Are you itching to build wealth and create a better life for yourself or your family? then you need to come check out the Life, Money, and More podcast with real estate agent, YouTuber, and actor, Sage Weiss. This isn't your average finance show. We dive deep and do not sugarcoat topics around money and life. The Life, Money, and More podcast releases two episodes a week just for you because we're all about helping you win in this crazy world we live in. Come join the thousands of listeners on the Life, Money, and More podcast. Yeah, that's so good. Cause, and as you were talking, I was thinking about the fact that I remember when I was first kind of getting into doing these boudoir sessions. And again, I had a very basic, like, oh, I just want to 
help women feel beautiful. And as I was really starting to dig deeper, I was able to go and actually look at what my clients were saying back to me. So when they would get their galleries or they would get their albums, they'd get their images and they would email me and they would say things like, you know, I, I gave this to my husband as a gift, but I look at it more than he does because I just, I love the reminder that this is how the world sees me. And I was able to use their words to help me figure out my purpose. I was able to use, when I realized that they were saying the same things back to me multiple times, that multiple people were saying these certain things about their experience with me, that was able to help me kind of go, oh, that's what I offer my, my audience. That's what they're looking for. And so to anyone listening, I would say, if you are struggling to figure this out, just listen to what your clients are already saying that you do for them. Because sometimes it's not all about like what you were saying with Donald Miller and the story brand, which I absolutely, that's one of my all time favorite books ever is it's not about what we want. It's what our audience or what our clients need and want. And a lot of times we get, we forget to look, to listen to and really look at what they're telling us back. Yeah. Such powerful information and such great market research. You bring up an excellent point there. And you also shed light on something that's really true. You may not hit this out of the park right away. You may not be able to figure this out in one exercise or one download that you get or a masterclass. Um, It's important to experiment in your business, to stay open, to experiment. And so again, Kendra shows you that she didn't get it right the first go around, but what she started to uncover was some similarities between her customers what they were saying to her about the transformation she provided, the real value behind her service. And in that listening, she uncovered something about herself and who she serves and why she does it. So please release yourself of the pressure of this being perfect the first go around and allow yourself to experiment a little bit and to try some different things on, to listen to your customers, be sure to ask them for their feedback because that's going to help guide you. And over time, you get clearer and clearer and clearer on your why and your message. It just doesn't happen overnight. Okay. You said right there, your your why and your message. And I, I want to touch on this really quickly because I know a lot of people you know, that are listening to this are business owners who are just trying to kind of put all the puzzle pieces together and figure out how to make everything work in their business. And I always like to give people things they can kind of do and and utilize and implement right now. So if someone's listening and thinking, okay, I, you know, I'm fairly clear on my purpose. I have a general idea. I know I need to dig deeper. I know I need to take it to the next level, but then what, what do you do with that? What do you do with your purpose? How does it help you grow your business? How does it help you with your marketing? How does it help you connect with your clients? Well, your your mission is your message. So in marketing, we've overcomplicated marketing like crazy. Okay. (laughs) I agree with that. (laughs) It is is so overcomplicated. Marketing is actually really simple. It's sharing your message so that it reaches the right people. And so your mission, your purpose is your message. My advice to you is to dig into some of the things that we've been talking about and come up with a few purpose statements. Maybe they differ wildly. Maybe they're really similar. But try to say who you serve and why you do it in a few different ways and start experimenting with those sentences and those messages on your homepage, on your website. Your mission should be the first thing somebody sees when they land on your page. It should unequivocally exclaim why you do what you do and who you serve when you do it. 
And this is a, a way for you to attract the right people and repel the wrong people. Just push them in, in the direction that is going to better suit them. So you've got to draw a line here and you've got to be really specific, but it's also important to experiment and see what sticks. And we won't know what sticks unless we try. A lot of people get hung up on, I don't know what the right way to say this is. Well, if you never say it, you'll never find the right way because action leads to clarity. So you can take some of these messages that you're experimenting with that feel really good to you and you can try them on. You can put it as the the welcoming message on the homepage of your website. Be sure to reiterate it in several different places that your business exists on several different pages on your website. You can obviously use this in simple places like the the bio portion of your Instagram. So just proudly proclaiming in eight words or less why you do what you do and who you serve. Experiment with these messages and allow this message to be the cornerstone of any content that you share. So maybe for over the next two weeks after you've created some of these messages, do yourself a favor. Whatever platform you use, to reach your ideal customers, share this message, share it over and over and over again, because marketing is simply sharing your message so that it reaches the right people. That's all it is. So those are some simple steps that you can take to try it on, to wear it, to see how it's received. Make sure you listen, make sure you pay attention. What messages are people more excited about, that can really tell you something about the messages that you've crafted. But until you take action on them by putting them out there in the world, you'll never get clarity. Yeah. I I think that's one of the reasons why I was so drawn to marketing and my love of kind of the business side of things is that it speaks to the part of me that loves things like figuring out a puzzle or you know, trying to do like science experiments as a kid. Like I loved the experimental phase. I love the idea of Mm -hmm. like, let's try this and see what happens. And then let's try this and see what happens. And then, Mm -hmm. Ooh, that worked really well. Let's see how we can make it even better. Or that didn't work at all. Let's, let's either scrap it or let's figure out why it didn't work. And that's the part of it that I love where I know that so many other people are like, Oh, that's just frustrating. I just want to be able to tell, I want someone to tell me like, do this and it's going to (laughs) work. But, you know, marketing and business is just one big puzzle that you got to solve. And it doesn't, it's like, you know, a maze. Sometimes you hit a dead end and sometimes you don't. And, but that's the fun part for me. I know some people think I'm crazy for that. (laughs) No. And it's the fun part for me too, but the perfectionist part of ourselves, sometimes it doesn't allow us to ease into that mindset. Mm -hmm. So if you found yourself feeling like you need the blueprint, the framework, the formula, (laughs) you're constantly sold online. And I I have blueprints of my own. I want you to know that those things are helpful. It outlines a way to do something that somebody has found success in. And you can take that and you can use that to apply your own strategy towards it. It really is all about experimentation. And when we get too stuck in following someone else's process, even the processes that I've outlaid here, I encourage you to dig in in your own ways that make sense for your own personality and the way that you approach the world. You're going to find greater results that way, but don't get stuck in the perfectness of having the perfect way to do something, or this is the way Candace says to do it. This is the way Kendra says to do it. So that must be the only way to do it. Right. It's not true. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's why I always say like, you know, for me, like I listen to all kinds of different podcasts. I listen, I read different books by different authors. And, you know, I, I follow a lot of different people online because I do, I think that everybody has such great things to say, but it's a matter of kind of taking those things and making them your own and like taking little bits and pieces. And I I never claim to have all the answers or to ever say like, this is the way to do it. That's why I love having these conversations with other people like you, that we can kind of give your perspective and give my perspective. And then someone else I might talk to later on may have a different perspective. And it's just, I love that. That's the beauty of kind of figuring it all out is that you can kind of learn from so many different people and then figure out, okay, this is what works for me based on what I've learned from, you know, kind of like a buffet of information. You just pick and choose the ones that you think are going to fit your brand and your style and your voice and your message and all of that. Agreed. Well, Candace, thank you so much. This has been so helpful. I've been jotting down notes like crazy. So before I have you kind of share where people can find you, I'm going to ask my last question here that I like to ask a lot of my guests. So if you were to give your number one piece of advice when it comes to starting a business, to if you had a friend that came to you and said, I want to start a business, help me out. What would you say is your number one piece of advice you would give? Oh God, there's so many pieces of advice, right? It's as hard as a business. <laughs> that's like asking you to pick like your favorite food. I feel like that's an unfair <laughs> question. <laughs> it's true. I would say I would go back to that exercise of vision casting that I shared earlier. So many people start a business and they're just going fast and breaking things and they're just, you know, all in and they, they're just trying to get their first customer and then they're trying to scale and they're doing all these great things, but they don't ever really stop and think about the kind of business that they want. Like, what are they really here to grow? So I would encourage you, no matter where you are in your journey in business, whether you've been in business 10 years, I vision casted for my business the other day and I've been doing, been in business for 12 years, but I've been doing coaching for eight. It's just really important to get clear on what you want for your business and how it's going to provide for your meaningful life. And that looks different for everybody because we're not all running in the same race. When you start business, we follow thought leaders, we follow people like Kendra and I who can give you advice and inspiration, but Kendra and I have very different lives than you, and we're also building very different businesses. We're building very different companies. We want different things. We want to make different sets of money. So as you follow people and get inspired by people, don't allow the way their business is going to influence you in your business. I see that all the time where people think, I should grow a business like this person because that's the way you're supposed to do it. No, you get to do it your way. Just like Kendra and I get to sit here and have this conversation at 11.45 a.m. on a Wednesday in our jammies, you know, (laughs) Um, we get to make that choice. And so do you. So it's important to sit down and vision cast for your business. I did a whole podcast episode on this. I don't remember the, the number, but I'll give it to Kendra so she can link to it in the show notes. And I walk you through this whole exercise of casting a vision for your business, the business that you want. And then I challenge you to take a look at that business in the future, five years from now, 10 years from now. And I challenge you to look at who the owner of that business is. What do they value? What do they do on a day? What's their life like? How much money do they make? How do they lead? Who are they serving? What kind of work are they doing? And That is who you have to become in order to own that business. That's how we bridge the gap between hopes and dreams and wants and making them somewhat of a reality is is that in order to build the business that you want, you're going to have to confront some things about yourself, 
about who you are, the way you think, the way you do things. You're going to have to grow and evolve as a person. Evolution is not failure. You're going to have to grow and evolve as a person. And that's going to require you to start doing those things now to grow your business in the future. So it's a great episode. I recommend it to anybody, no matter where you are in your journey, whether you're just starting out or you've been in business for a gazillion years, please go and do that. That's the first step. We, we, we start off business going fast, breaking things, wanting to do all these great things and just land our first customer and make our first set of money and make a name for ourselves. And we really don't think about what we really want that business to provide for our lives. Oh, I wish someone had told me that when I was starting my business, because I do think it, it makes a huge <laughs> impact. You know, I mean, I, I, I've done this in the past couple of years where I would sit down and really write out, like, what do I want my life and my business to look like in five years and 10 years? And being able to look and say like, well, I want it to look like this, but I'm not doing the things now to make it look like that. And that really helped put in perspective the things I need to be focusing on, like talking about like this podcast, for example, this was something that I I said I wanted to have and, and for it to grow to this amazing thing in the next five years. But that means that I now need to put in the work to to build it and promote it and turn it into what I want. It's not going to do that automatically. So it definitely being able to vision cast and being able to put it into words and put it on paper for me was really eye opening and helped gave me clarity on like what directions do I need to be going in my business instead of just kind of throwing darts at a wall and hoping they land. Yeah, it's so true. I wish somebody had taught me this too when I started my business. I probably wouldn't have run an event planning and design company for five or six years with no purpose behind it besides getting featured in magazines and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, all things that were centered around me or the team. Um, it was when I tripped over the truth that I'm not here to just, it's not just about me. It's about others. When I got that perspective that things really started to change in my business and it felt so much better about it. Yeah. So I agree. Vision casting is so important and you can, you should do it over and over again. It's not something you just want and done kind of thing. Oh, yeah. You should, yeah, you should dig into that. Whenever you are experiencing, like we were talking about this kind of burnout, or I'm not sure if this is for me anymore, that's such a good time to vision cast for your business. Yeah. And in fact, I'm thinking right now, as you're, as you're saying that, I'm like, I think it might be time for me to do it again, because with everything that's been going on and, and the shutdown and and the wedding industry looking so different right now, it's really kind of given me pause and thinking like, what do I want my photography business to look like? Because I don't know that the wedding industry and I really are, I don't know that that's my future. I think more of the boudoir or working with other entrepreneurs and doing branding sessions, things like that is more the direction I want to go, but I need to really sit down and write it out because when it's just in my head, it's just a kind of a jumbled sort of vague vision. When you actually commit it to paper, it changes everything. It does. I mean, it makes it real. And now you have, a vision of the future and you can boldly take action to make that happen. It won't happen unless you don't, if you don't know where you're going, what, what destination you're going to, you'll never get there. You don't get anywhere by just drifting in life or in business. You don't arrive anywhere. You just continue to just drift. So, and the, the landscape of the wedding industry specifically looks so much different now as a lot of industries do. Business will never be the same. And it, Cast a light on things that we must do differently in this current environment and climate that we find ourselves in. More than just COVID, we're dealing with a lot of, of very intense conversations right now. 
And we need to have those conversations. We need to, to, to look at our businesses and our lives and the opportunities we have to create real impact in this world. And your impact will not happen unless you know what kind of impact you want to create and you create some kind of plan to do it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Well, Candace, thank you so much. This has been so eye-opening and an amazing conversation. I feel like we could keep going forever, but I know we've got lots of other things to do today. And I'm sure people listening are like, this is, oh my gosh, such a long episode, but I love it. <laughs> this is why I, I have a hard time keeping my episodes to like less than 30 minutes because I just feel like I really want to dive into these conversations and they're such important conversations to have. So thank you so much for coming along on this journey with me today. All right. So tell everybody where they can find you, uh, how they can follow along with you on social media or where they can find your podcast, all the things. Well, Kendra, it's been such a pleasure. I love having these conversations and thanks for giving me some space to have it here with your audience. I really appreciate it. I would love to connect with you. So if anything that we talked about in today's episode resonated with you, you can find more information about me at candiscopola.com. There are links to my podcast, my masterclass. I have some freebies there in case you'd like to download something to help you out in your business right now. And you can find me on Instagram at candice.com. Coppola. So if you are a listener of the podcast, just let me know, DM me. I love to connect with people and figure out how we were connected and I love to follow people back. So just let me know that you listened to this episode. Awesome. And I will link to all of that in the show notes. They can really easily just click on it and go find everything they need. Well, thank you again so much for being here. I really appreciate it. And I hope you have a wonderful day. You too, Kendra. Thank you. All right. Talk to you soon. Oh my goodness. It was such a good conversation. I absolutely adore Candace and I loved our conversation. There was so many aha moments that I had and I was jotting down notes on my pages the whole time. And I hope that you walk away with that same sort of fire going that you're ready to just like figure out your purpose and put it into action and really start using it to promote your business. I want to remind you really quickly of our call to action for this week. If you have not joined the Girl Means Business Facebook page or Facebook group, go do that now. Just head to the show notes and click the link or go to Facebook and search Girl Means Business in the group section and you'll find it there. I can't wait to see you over there and to get to know you a little better. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place.